And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And good afternoon, Steeler Nation. And this uh, special game D edition preview here of the Mass Steel Podcast. We're, of course, yours truly, Charles Prodigy Ritchie. You can follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Prodigy Ritchie. For the Mass Steel Podcast on Twitter, it is at Mass Steel CGR. And at Mass Steel Nation on Instagram right now, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles will be locking horns this afternoon uh, for their 79th meeting overall, all time and had to have matchups. Uh, Steelers, unfortunately, are on losing out of that stick, which puts the Eagles at 48, 28 and three over the Steelers all time. Steelers have a 373 win percent. However, they are a game under 500 all time when playing in Pittsburgh uh, at 1921. The last time the Philadelphia Eagles did happen to beat the Steelers head to head in that scenario uh, all time when they did, it was back in 2000. That was an old uh, Three Rivers Stadium. That was the last se- season uh, that was around, and that was back on November 12th of 2000. They lost that game by a field goal. 23-26, and the Steelers look to get a little bit uh, closer uh, in that regard, defending their home turf. And uh, definitely like to hear your thoughts. I know there's a lot of people like uh, questioning how much uh, this uh, forced bye week they just recently had uh, a few weeks ago, or over a week ago, uh, as we we're going to disrupt any momentum, starting at 3-0, and trying to go to 4-0. They were originally slide the face of Titans, uh, last Sunday on October 4th, but due to uh, reports of uh, people around the organization and players violating pr- COVID protocol, uh, you saw how uh, the NFL had to investigate things right now. So they're going to be having uh, their game on Tuesday night football, which sounds kind of funky if you ask me. But then again, this is the world that we're living in, the new normal. Uh, they seem to be clear to go to be playing the Buffalo Bills at Tennessee on CBS, that'll be a 6 p.m. Central Standard Time kickoff in that regard. And there was a lot of legitimate concerns right there, thinking, like, well, what if the Titans uh, can't play that game versus the Bills? What was going to be possible they may have had to forfeit their game against the Steelers coming up? I mean, there was a lot of, uh, pan- I mean, like, uh, concern right there. I mean, considering the fact for right now, the Steelers got to play 13 straight games the rest of the way. But when you actually look at it too, I mean, I don't think this is all that bad because remember, I think the last time they played uh, that many games in a row, I want to go back to as early as 2013. Remember, they started off the season. Well, no, actually, I, I'll take that back. 2012. 2012 was where they started off the season one and two. Uh, they split their first two games against the Broncos and Jensen. Then they lost a late game uh, to the Raiders. I'm not sure if it was an overtime or not. But anyway, I mean, the Steelers went to one and two. They took their bye week, 
And uh, they're able to take care of business in October, losing one game that season. And that, that's the thing right there. They had to play the rest of the way. I mean, what was the worst case scenario? They just finished off eight and eight. I mean, between like about a little over a month later, you had Ben Rosberger go down with an injury to the Kansas State Chiefs. Uh, he was out for nearly a month right there, for over a month at that point. And that really hurts the momentum right there. I think at the end of the day, the Steelers right now, I mean, like Mike Tom was always continuing to say, it's been uh, one fail, all fail. So pretty much everybody being in lockstep uh, for the season, trying to hold everybody accountable. And you know what the discipline uh, message is being around here, I mean, with the Steelers group, as they uh, try and uh, cap off a successful uh, 2020 uh, campaign, as does the NFL trying to finish the season in right now. So we're going to be possibly anybody who's violating COVID protocol could probably be facing up to like suspensions or possibly forfeit forfeiting of games. And that's the last thing I think uh, people would like to have. I mean, obviously if you're the Steelers, you want to play your opponents, but at the same time too, I mean, what's always been the narrative with Mike Tomlin, one of the things he's always preaching control what you can control. And, and that's the thing right there with this ball club uh, right now as we uh, get ready to go into it uh, right now uh, on this game day edition, as we inch a little bit closer right now, Steelers have a chance to go to 4-0. and And that'd be the last time since uh, Chuck Knoll Steelers did it back in 1979. Uh, will that translate into a Super Bowl uh, year right there as that they did right there. Special group of characters. We'll wait and see, but uh, amazing so far. Not even under the Bill Cowher or Mike Tomlin era yet to date. Uh, Bill Cowher has never started off his team 4-0. I mean, which I found pretty shocking. I mean, the Steelers, I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, they're not a team who always starts off uh, strong, like right out of the gate. They haven't been 6-0 in such a long time, if you ask me. And when I look at the history of this team, I mean, I mean, what you try and do, I mean, it just goes to show you how much the discipline and the uh, expectations was at that point were, you know, you heard from that old 70s Steel Curtain team uh, from guys like Rocky Blyer. I mean, uh, Chuck Nolan didn't really believe in motivating guys. He wanted his players to be self-motivators. And uh, by the way, when the Steelers – Last had a big their last strongest start to date has been seven and all, which was back done in 1978. And their uh, first loss of the season came against the then Houston Oilers, which is now the Titans. But uh, that's where we look at uh, for this time. So a lot of a lot of exciting uh, stuff right now. Uh, definitely uh, got a lot of room to be optimistic. But at the same time, I think the Steelers are trying to get back to the business at hand of handling their situation like they should. Anyway, if you guys want to get in on the conversation, if you guys want to feel free, if you guys want to join me on social media, especially on my Instagram live stream, uh, feel free. You're more than welcome to. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram uh, once again at, uh, at Mastiel Nation, which I'm streaming live off. Or you can just catch me on the live stream, which I'm doing right now, uh, which is streaming on my Facebook page. 
uh, Mastio uh, podcast. Uh, if you guys uh, feel free to like it and uh, wish to follow it, you can just simply uh, type in next time at Man of Steel uh, Nation. And uh, by the way, the Steelers just announced uh, they're in active for the Steelers uh, Eagles game right now. So we're going to get into that list right now as uh, we look at it. So the Steelers are going to be uh, listing uh, six players uh, right now in that regard. Uh, pretty much the only starter who's going to be out, uh, which we already uh, knew uh, going into this game when we uh, look at it. Uh, we had on the injury report, uh, which was uh, Derek Watt, who's had a hamstring injury. And then, of course, uh, backup linebacker, uh, Marks Allen. He's already been out, ruled ahead of this uh, contest, as we already knew. Uh, the other guys right here, uh, the four main players, who are all backups. We also got quarterback Joshua Dobbs, uh, deep defensive tackle Carlos Davis, uh, tackle Derwin Gray, and last but not least, tight end Zach Gentry. So the Steelers will be about six players who they already knew a long time ago going into this game, which was announced earlier in the week, uh, which are starting fullback uh, Derek Watt and backup linebacker Marcus Allen. As for the Eagles, uh, pretty nicked up in their own right. Uh, they will be having seven players. Uh, they will be uh, without today. Uh, they'll be definitely without a pair of starters in this uh, game as we uh, look at it for right now going into this contest or trying to get some momentum in their own right uh, coming off an upset win in San Francisco, but a desperation win nonetheless. And they find themselves at one, two, and one in the top of the first of their own division, the AFC East, as we look at it. And uh, for them, when we look at uh, who they're going to be without uh, going into this uh, game right now uh, for this contest, as we look at it uh, for today's game, under uh, Doug uh, Pearson, they will... And please excuse the stalling here. So they're going to be definitely without at least uh, three starters in this game. Uh, that'd be a pair of wide receivers, Deshaun Jackson and Elshon uh, Jeffrey. Uh, the situation with uh, when we look at it with the Eagles, uh, Elshon Jeffrey has an illness and foot injury, and Deshaun Jackson uh, has got a hamstring uh, injury. Uh, so that was a report uh, in that contest. Uh, so they'll be without those two uh, big weapons be without definitely for Carson Wentz, I should believe right there. And when you look at, I mean, uh, you, you figure that'll play into the Steelers hands, but we'll see about that as we look at, as far as like the rest of the injuries uh, on the uh, Eagles team, when we look at it, uh, they had at least uh, two other. So they have like a total in uh, this contest, uh, eight players, eight starters who are uh, who are listed on the injury report, uh, which were left defense tackle uh, Fletcher Cox, uh, and then you also who was dealing uh, personal uh, Nate Herbig, uh, left guard, uh, groin injury. Uh, he was limited in, uh, in the first day of practice, but full participant on Thursday and Friday. Uh, then we also had right tackle Lane Johnson, dealt with an ankle, uh, limited practice uh, on Thursday, did not practice on Wednesday, but he did practice on Friday. You also have center Jason 
Kelsey, who's dealing with a hip injury, limited on Wednesday, full participant the rest of the way. And then, uh, like I said to you, you also had Avante, Avante Maddox, uh, dealing with an ankle injury. He did not practice all week. Uh, he's definitely the other guy who is uh, out for today's uh, game. And then, of course, uh, Rodney McLeod, uh, free safety, hamstring, uh, did not practice, limit participant, and a uh, full participant as uh, we uh, look at right there. So, yeah, those are those three players. Once again, they will definitely uh, be without three starters. Uh, once again, that's wide receiver Sean Jackson, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, and last but not least, quarterback uh, for that team, which is Avante Maddox here. Again, if you guys want to feel free and tune in on the live stream, uh, like I said, you can definitely uh, catch me streaming live right now on my Instagram uh, page, which is at Matt Steel Nation. And of course, on my Facebook page, uh, Matt Steel Podcast. So let's get into some other, other topics as we uh, get ready to get into this game right now. Uh, speaking of which, too, one of the impressive uh, things, a few noteworthy stats other than Mike Tomlin, Eric, since coaching his team uh, in, his thir- in his 14th season, Man, I'll kind of realize right there. Uh, but for the Steelers right now, uh, it's that time of month again when with Mike Tomlin and his group, October, not October, October, the way I like to call it. And the reason why I say that, 35 and 14 all time in that month. 35 and 14. Just let that sink in. 35 and 14. When we uh, look at what the what Tomlin's group uh, does in that month, that's usually like their favorite month where they really like to start hitting their stride. I mean, if you ask me, I mean, and where they really start to like uh, generate and it's like their second best uh, win percentage. They're perfect in January under Tomlin, ne- Mike Tomlin, never losing in that month at perfect 5-0. But then you also got, like I said, you got uh, October 35 and 14, 714 uh, win percent. Uh, the next month that comes in uh, right behind that, uh, following uh, that October month, you got uh, December right there, where they're 38, 20 and 0 at 655. Then you got November 32, 19 and 0, 627. And of course, September 26, 21 and 1 to start the season. And today's game will be on uh, Fox Sports uh, for uh, today's uh, contest as uh, we'll be having the guys uh, calling this action uh, for today as uh, we look at it going into this uh, contest. The Steelers uh, will be having uh, the broadcast uh, team uh, coming up today uh, for uh, today's uh, contest uh, versus the Eagles on uh, Fox Sports. It will be uh, Kenny Elbert and Jonathan Vilma, along with Shannon Spake, if, if I'm saying that correctly. So, so get ready for Kenny Elbert, uh, son of uh, Marv Elbert, and uh, Jonathan Vilma right there, who's uh, done pretty decent uh, on the Fox broadcast. We'll be seeing that on Fox Sports today. Uh, the Steelers, which, by the way, too, uh, as we look at it uh, for this uh, contest here, uh, when playing all time on uh, Fox Sports, 34-12-1, and 734 win uh, when playing on that station. So that's another good encouraging sign uh, right there. And plus, well, that's all their home games. So all their home games is 34-12-1, 734-1%. 
And then uh, in its entirety, even the times when they played those games on the road for the first time against the Raiders and the Browns in the last two seasons, they're 34-14-1. and So they haven't won on the road under Fox Sports, but at home they only lost uh, 12 games as opposed to 14 in its entire. So that is very good, uh, very exciting right there. If you ask me, if I'm a Steeler fan, I'm definitely looking at as a huge advantage right there uh, playing on that station. I mean, considering what they've uh, proven over the years, if you ask me, and I, I just really feel like that's something to be uh, definitely uh, noteworthy. I mean, when it comes to that, and uh, we'll see uh, what that translate into. But I mean, Fox uh, so far playing on that station has been their number one win uh, percent all time as a team. That's a good sign right there. Uh, and let's see if they can take care of business. Again, if you guys want to follow me on social media, I can be followed on Twitter and Instagram at Roger Rich for the Mass Deal. Uh, and uh, we'll see uh, uh, what that Twitter is at Mass Deal CJ. Uh, translate. And then, of course, at Mass Deal Nation on Instagram. That's all lowercase uh, caps. And then you can also check out my many uh, podcast uh, platforms I just put out there in the description right there. Uh, if you guys uh, just may look a little tweak on my uh, anchor uh, podcast platform, I changed that this morning literally before I went on air. So pretty much if you guys want to search for my Metal podcast on there, which also has my shows for on ChicagolandSportsReal.com, just simply uh, just type uh, when you go for the description, uh, when you're on anchor.fm, uh, just just type in Crunch Time Presents Man of Steel podcast and on deck that shows both my shows right there. So you can definitely catch all my content right there as well, uh, which puts me on platforms uh, such as Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Podcast, Real Public, uh, CPBC, and, and Spotify. And I'm also on Mixcloud and Soundcloud right there. Hear a lot of my stuff. The only thing is with SoundCloud, you're not going to hear my on deck on ChicagoLandSportsRadio.com shows. It's mainly dedicated to the Mastodon podcast, which I've been stirring uh, on that platform about a few months ago. So again, uh, definitely like to uh, hear uh, more of your thoughts. Uh, I want to hear your keys of the game uh, going to today's uh, victory. Do you feel like in some ways this could be a trap game in a way uh, for the Steelers uh, not playing against the Titans? I mean, Bob Labriola seems to feel like it doesn't, like, uh, create any advantage or disadvantage in the situation, I mean, for uh, today's contest. I mean, he, he really doesn't think it really does much favors, I mean, when we look at it. I just I just feel like for right now, what we got to look at the bottom line is this. Uh, you know, he looks at it from, like, a work standpoint. If you're working on the job, someone's not hearing the protocols, you know, you're going to be very disappointed that someone was not following the rules and it's going to put a little bit more pressure on you to labor a little bit more possibly. And I think that's the biggest uh, concern uh, he he put on there when we look at it. And when we uh, look at I mean, from that point of view, I can't really say I really disagree with him too much. I really do feel like right now what we got a situation going on right here, I mean, the Steelers are, have been doing their part they have to adjust. I had to get a little bit uh, special uh, uh, taken care of. I mean, since uh, they didn't find out to the end of the week that their game against the Titans was canceled. And, and so when you look at it from uh, that point, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't speak for everybody. There are going to be some people that are frustrated. But at the same time, too, 
I mean, you could only, like I said, like Mike Thomas has been banging the drum, but we can only control what we could control as a team. I'm just uh, quoting him right there. And we'll see what that does uh, for this contest right here. And uh, that, that's about it. So uh, definitely want to honor uh, for uh, this uh, month uh, right now in October uh, to all the women right there, uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month right here. Uh, there's always been a lot of like uh, notable contributions uh, made to that, uh, that, that support right there uh, when we look at it, I mean, for the seasons. And uh, when we look at it, and then we also had one uh, yesterday the, that happened uh, yesterday back on October uh, 10th. It was a World Mental Health Day, if I failed to mention that, uh, for uh, global mental health education awareness and advocacy against social stigma, which was uh, celebrated back in 1992, uh, 28 years in the making uh, for the, of the World Federation for Mental Health uh, and which has a global mental health organization with members and contacts in more than 150 countries. To all the people who are going uh, through that right now, uh, as a country as a whole, in, in many different situations, uh, especially during COVID-19, or we got uh, racial protests or just anything uh, that we're trying to survive off, I just want to let you know I am praying and pointing for you guys. Uh, I hope uh, that everyone finds a proper... Uh, mental uh, sanity uh, to satisfy yourselves and make sure we're all in good spirits here. So like I said, I definitely want to acknowledge that uh, for this month right now and uh, definitely something to be uh, noted here uh, for a good uh, cause right now. So let's get into more um, topics regarding going to this uh, contest right now. I did mention that the Steelers are 35 and 14 all time uh, in the month of October, which I call Hocktober. They're also nine and four all time under Mike Tomlin, uh, one coming off a bye, 692 win percent. So that's a good sign right there. So the Steelers will be looking to get their 10th win under Mike Tomlin when coming off buys uh, during the season. This will be the first time they'll have to play like at least uh, 13 straight games since 2012. So that's uh, one thing to pay attention to. I mean, honestly, to be honest you, I mean, with the COVID, I mean, that's one big concern. Uh, and, like, uh, I believe it was Tim Benz I was listening to on Stereo Nation Radio uh, going into this podcast. I mean, when you look at people who uh, right now, I mean, when you got people in schools, student athletes uh, trying to get their scholarships together or trying to get themselves recognized uh, into a pro level, and you have uh, certain governments like blocking. I know for Illinois right now, I believe it's like uh, when we uh, look at it uh, for this season, I mean, like I said, uh, we got J.B. Uh, Pritzker right now in uh, Illinois. And uh, and uh, right now he's been like uh, having a like uh, band, uh, like any like uh, – high school or collegiate sports going right now. And uh, right now, I mean, uh, he, he's been a little adamant about reopening uh, things right now. And uh, there, uh, he had like a lot of like uh, here in the state of Illinois, uh, athletes, parents bring pleas to the governor uh, door to lose restrictions on sports. 
I mean, that's one thing. That's a, a sad reality that people are going. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, statements like uh, people from low-income communities uh, want to have videotapes and stuff. And by the time where we get our soccer season, our volleyball season, except for schools and stuff, will already be done. And we don't want to be left behind, uh, said Chicago uh, public school student and volleyball player, uh, Lisbeth Barajas. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's the uh, one thing right there. You see uh, how it's affecting everybody in that regard too. And it, it's tough. I mean, I look at life at the end of the day too, aside from this being like a football game. I mean, you know, everybody gets dealt a different hand, unfortunately, at the end of the day. It's not always the best hand, but sometimes we also got to find a way to do with uh, what advantages we got what opportunities were given. And sometimes, you know, patience is a virtue, but at the same time too, I can't speak for the people who are younger right there who feel like their lives are being altered because of this pandemic, what they could do because how much everyone's got to be practicing safely. I mean, it's all about at the end of the day, just being accountable, uh, being smart, do everything we can. We keep ourselves covered up. I actually talked to a few friends of mine, uh, and I'm not going to name names, but there are some people who get frustrated with wearing the masks. And I, I've got to be honest with you, there's some people who feel like their normalcy has been taken away from this, and that's true for the matter. You can't expect everyone to be on board uh, with the strict uh, procedures that are going on. I mean, you look at President Trump right now. I mean, a guy who's still not uh, fully confirmed if he's tested negative for COVID-19. I mean, he feels okay, great. But, I mean, at the end of the day, too, I mean, this is a guy who has uh, definitely mocked a lot of things with this uh, disease. And I really do, as a person, pray and hope he gets better. But let's go ahead and, like, uh, get back to uh, NFL and Steelers football. Uh, sorry, I mean to do some politics on here, but again, the Steelers are a nine and four when coming off a of bye, thirty-five and fourteen in the month of October. Uh, looking to pick up win number thirty-six and uh, win number ten uh, for total of October so far, and their tenth victory coming off buys right now. Also, dream report by Dale Lally of uh, DK Pittsburgh Sports. Steelers already knew that they would be without receivers uh, Jalen Rager and. Wes Watkins, along with uh, guards Brandon Books and Isaac Sayumalo, offense tackles Jason Pierce and Andre Dillard, and tight end Dallas Gathered. Uh, these players are in, are in injury reserve, and that's on offense. Earlier this week, uh, linebacker, according to uh, Dale Lally, TJ Edwards, and safety Rudy Ford were placed on IR as well. And uh, pretty much uh, Keith Butler, who's uh, asked about that and approached about that topic right there, uh, just basically said, especially uh, Eagles on offense, we kind of make everything uh, generic and see who plays and just, and maybe adjust during this game and see who's in there and who's not. We're going to do the best we can and go off the knowledge that we have and anticipate people playing or not playing. We can't control that. We just have to line up against people we're going to play and try to do our best, end quote. Also, uh, no by uh, the athletic Ebuchet, 
uh, with uh, fullback uh, Derek Watt uh, for Sunday Steelers. Use standard evaluation rule to reactivate Trey Edmonds uh, from the Packers squad to the active roster for today's game versus the Eagles. Uh, that was announced uh, yesterday afternoon. I don't know if everyone got a chance to see that, but that's what we got in store uh, going in for today's game against the Eagles right now. Steelers looking to get back at 500 uh, at home all-time in Pittsburgh when playing the Eagles head-to-head. Other than that, uh, they got their butts handed to them all-time uh, when playing this team. And uh, once again, uh, all-time head-to-head uh, record against – oh, thanks. They got the Eagles on here. They are there, uh, right now 28-48. So let's go ahead and get right into uh, keys for the game for today's uh, contest. Just wrap up here uh, for the Steelers versus Eagles. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, key topic number one. Steelers are ranked fourth in average time of possession per game at 32 minutes and 41. That's fourth in the league right there. I think that's going to be important. How do you uh, win that uh, time of possession right there? Simple. You got to control, you got to win the battle at the line of scrimmage by not only protecting Big Ben, but also controlling the run on both sides offensive defense. Steelers have allowed the fewest sacks at five, which ranks 27, which is good, good plus right now. And the number are second in sacks on defense with 15, while the Eagles are number one at 17. So that right there is going to tell me it's going to be the offensive versus defensive line in this contest. That will be key right there. So you have to get the run game going early. I don't think the Steelers could get away with having late surges uh, late throughout the game. Uh, so you're going to have to uh, find a way to pick up right now. Uh, if we're going to see a heavy dose right now of uh, Connor and that along with McFarlane. I'm not sure how much uh, snaps by Snell's will be getting, but when we look at this game uh, right now, uh, I mean, they're they're ranked four, they're ranked 20th in rush yards at 419 off of 90 carries, averaging 4.7 yards per attempt. They're number one in stopping the run, allowing 162 yards off 61 attempts. Uh, and for this season, too, they converted third downs, 18 for 45, which is 40%, which ranks 20th in our last in the league, uh, which – with combined first downs for 63. So right there, like I said, control of time possession. Uh, they're ranked fourth in the league at close to 33 minutes. Control, And then it leads into uh, winning the battle of the last scrimmage by protecting Ben. And then, you know, protecting Ben against the Eagles, number one pass rush for four games. Uh, then you also got to get the running game going. You got to improve that. I uh, definitely would like to expect to see a one-two punch and then just do a better job converting the third downs. I think the Steelers could go to four and though. We'll see, but this it's going to be a tough one to dig out. No doubt about it. Uh, I, I just don't feel like the Eagles are a team just like the NBA Finals right now. You got the Lakers and Heat. A lot of people expecting that Miami Heat team to roll over right now. Uh, they're not. They're, they're not the team throughout the NBA playoffs who's going to be eliminated in five games. It's the first time the Lakers will be going to six games uh, this postseason right there. I'd like to hear you, who your thoughts on, who you got for tonight's matchup. Do the Lakers hang on, uh, wrap it up tonight? Or do we see a game seven and a possibly upset in the series right here by Jimmy Buckets and the Miami Heat? That'll be an interesting uh, note uh, storyline. But at the end of the day, yeah, I love the time right now. Enjoy the moments that we have. And uh, that's going to do it here for this edition here of this game day preview of the Mastro Podcast. 
Once again, I'll be following on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Project Richie. For the Mount Steel Podcast on Twitter, it is at Mount Steel CGR and on Instagram at Mount Steel Nation. And once again, feel free to check out my uh, podcast platforms. You can check me out, like I said, uh, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, and then check me out on Agar.com, uh, Agar.fm. Uh, search simply Crunch Time Presents. Mass Steel Podcast and on deck, which shares both my shows right there. You can see all my content right there. I'm on platforms. Once again, I'm Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Real Public, CPBC, and Spotify. As always, leave you. Don't be trolling. Be rolling. Here goes, sirs. Here we go. I gone. <laughs>